Hey guys, it's the Out of Focus Podcast with your host, Will Malone. I am uh, about to head out of Vegas here. I'm going to try to be quick on this podcast because I have to go pick up a rental car so I can drive to L.A. But uh, first, I want to just make sure I got got you a blog post out there. Um, this is kind of a follow-up to Landon Early's podcast that I released yesterday, Landon Early of VaynerMedia, um, kind of unpacking a topic we kind of mentioned a little bit, which is the idea of kind of disguising an ad or disguising your content. Um, and not like in a deceptive way, of course, but like, in a way that makes people actually connect with it and it doesn't feel like it's just like something that's being sold to them or just like a, another ad. So um, if you want to listen to that podcast, check it out. It's in this feed, episode 41 with Landon Early. So listen to that before you listen to this. This is kind of a follow-up to that. Um, so, you know, he talked about how he got into the agency, what he does, and how they how their method like how their method of social media marketing works um even for large companies and at one point he mentioned something very interesting about the types of content they um they make um referring to lifestyle content basically a way to make an ad that doesn't look like an ad and it feels more like people living life and we're so inundated by ads now that we can identify them pretty quickly like you know what they all look like you you can usually find them pretty fast they're usually extremely polished uh and immediately trying to sell or offer us something it's not really something we connect with most ads don't create value or help us feel like like they just don't really help us feel like we're not being attacked <laughs> in some way by an ad um and uh, in this podcast, I mentioned a few months ago, um, like a little story. Uh, well, in this podcast, um, I mentioned how a few months ago. I'm sorry, I just woke up and I'm kind of like in a rush, so I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to keep it together here. Apologies. Um, I posted a really nice top down photo, and you, if you've heard the podcast, you heard me mention this, but um, a top down photo of me like making dinner, making pickles. I, I forget what I was doing, and it was a really nice photo. And since I'm a photographer, you know, I put more time into the image than the average person. So it looked pretty good. Um, and then I posted it to Instagram stories. And someone actually messaged me that they skipped my story because they thought it was an ad because the photo was so polished. And Instagram stories specifically are a more casual medium. So people expect to see content that their friends are making in the spur of the moment. So in the case of that particular platform, people are extremely dubious of extremely polished work. Um, and that's pretty interesting. People buy based on word of mouth and if they see a human recommendation of real people using a product. The idea that the content should look more like something that your friend might have posted is a pretty interesting one for sure. Now, for a photographer, I'd argue that it's a slightly different story since great images are the product, but I do think it can be implemented in certain ways for sure, especially in a place like Instagram stories where you can simply document and interact with people much more quickly and easily. And with photography specifically, as a side note, you know, I've been at this wedding MBA conference this week and, you know, I've, I've been learning a lot about marketing and that kind of stuff. And it, there is a lot to think about as far as, um, especially in the wedding world, how wedding photography marketing is especially like an Instagram when you're trying to post like your nicest photos and I'm almost getting to the point where it's like you know there's a thousand wedding accounts on Instagram that you see all the time and there's something almost unless you're specifically looking for a wedding like there's something that people don't connect with as much 
with wedding photos except for somebody that is already looking. So um, to make content that addresses the people who are looking for a wedding photographer and the people who aren't but could be eventually, like that you connect with them and kind of keep them as your audience is an interesting one for sure and I think something that I want to get better at and want to work really hard at. Um, so because I think just posting just your nicest wedding photos all the time I think leaves out a whole chunk of possible customers but it also it also helps you connect as a person with people you're going to be spending like the greatest day of their life with so I think that's an interesting thing to unpack for sure and I will probably unpack that in later blog posts but for now I've got to go run and uh, jump in the shower go get a car and head to LA so if you're in LA uh, over the next couple days and you want to meet up and hang out hit me up I will be around um, uh, tomorrow is a pretty full day so I probably won't uh, be able to hang out too much on Thursday but uh Anyway, if you're hearing this today, just uh, shoot me a DM on Instagram, at Womalone, and maybe we'll hang. All right, well, thanks for listening to this podcast and yesterday's podcast, and I will talk to you soon.